Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Hey, don't forget iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. And of course, our podcast is everywhere. 
Uh, Anchor's our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. And don't forget about our social media platforms. At Eric underscore Ash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And um, got a great show for you today. Will Guillory of The Athletic will join us on the program at 4.35. We'll talk to him about the Pelicans uh, in the midst of a four-game losing streak. We'll figure out why. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com makes his visit. Every single week, Mike joins us on the program. Of course, we'll talk about the Tigers. They prepare for due. Also, a lot of comings and goings on the transfer portal. All that coming up with Mike Scarborough at 515. Mike Triplett of New Orleans.Football is our guest at 535. We'll talk Saints with him. And, of course, uh, as always, you can always catch us on our podcast on the Anchor app or your favorite podcasting platform if you miss any of today's program. Hey, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Going to be joined by Gus Cattengill of ESPN 100.3. That is Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLA-TV. Also streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Then here come the rebroadcast. 6 p.m. on LA on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLA-TV 2. Friday night, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LA. Saturday morning at uh, 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Um... I am going to be out next week uh, for a Christmas uh, holiday. Uh, so we're going to have some guest hosts next week. Uh, Tuesday, it'll be Tommy Chrysan. Uh, Wednesday, it's, um, Wednesday, it's going to be, um, uh, I don't have the list in front of me. Let me see what, if, I can, if I can bring this up here. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll go through that again when I have the list in front of me. But uh, we're going to be taping uh, our final show uh, on WLAE-TV. And that's going to be um, on tomorrow when we tape the, the show with Gus. And I'm going to have Arnie Philco on our program on the final show. And one of the things we're going to do with Arnie is Arnie's involved with the Ninth Ward Stadium uh, build. Uh, also, Arnie's involved, been, been in contact with the folks that are uh, planning to bring a, uh, a soccer team to New Orleans, uh, as well as, again, the... Um, a uh, group that is trying to bring baseball back to New Orleans. So, again, um, uh, we are looking uh, to be able to talk to Arnie a lot about what's going on with stadiums that are being built, could be built in New Orleans, uh, the possibility of expanding, again, professional sports here in New Orleans. And then, of course, we'll talk a bit about what's going on with sports in New Orleans with Arnie. Tomorrow we'll, 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 we'll um, have Gus as well. Gus will we'll talk about Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans as, on as a normal show. Uh, so looking forward to um, – uh, having uh, both those guys on the program as we, we conclude the year on um, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, let me give you that guest list for next week. Again, I have it in front of me now. Tommy Chrysan will be on Tuesday, um, and then on Wednesday it'll be uh, uh, Scott Craig and also Mike Vazan. On Thursday it'll be Mark Jafisi and uh, Kurt Bullinger. Uh, they'll be on the program. We'll have a best of on Friday and a best of on Monday. Uh, because of the uh, because of the holidays, so um, um, looking forward to um, um, having um, these guys come in and um, and sub for me. Uh, it's always been good to have these uh, these folks come in and uh, be part of the program. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, getting a little time off, but also uh, leaving you in some really good hands on um, on on next week as well. Uh, I want to get into the Pels last night, uh, and not just last night. Honestly, again, there's an issue right now uh, with the Pelicans. Look, that was a tough loss last night, uh, but it's tough. When the Greek Freak scores 42 points and is unstoppable going through them, they have no one that can cover him. 
It's just a very difficult cover. And it's even worse when Larry Nance is out, because at least Larry Nance has got the size. Um, you know, Hernan Gomez came in and, and, you know, he did an admirable job, but he's just, you know, again, he's just, he's not Larry Nance. And if there's a, if there is a, maybe a, a couple of things that the Pels may have to look for down the line here, if they want to expand their roster, uh, and another big that can help out. Uh, and Valentinus had a great game last night, by the way. Okay. I mean, again, look, he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn against um, Utah. Uh, and, and, of course, struggled also against Phoenix. Uh, but last night he was outstanding. I mean, again, 37 points. He was 7 to 10 for the three-point line, 14 for 24 uh, uh, on field goals. Uh, he had 12 re- I'm sorry, 18 rebounds, 12 on the defensive side, six offensive rebounds. Um, and, again, just sat out there and just started knocking down threes and really, again, kept, kept the Pels in this thing early. Um, you know, Zion ended up with 18 points, uh, 7 for 16 from the field. Again, he's sharing the basketball, uh, seven assists, three steals, um, uh, he had uh, five turnovers uh, and uh, and also seven rebounds. Uh, McCullum had, again, 31 points last night, okay? Uh, I mean, played really well, 11 for 24, 6, uh, uh, six for 10 from the three-point line. Uh, again, nine assists, eight rebounds. You can't ask for more than that. Trey Murphy, 13, 13 points, again, subbing for Brandon Ingram. And, and again, therein lies the, 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 the rub here. Um, the Pels are a very good team. They're a very deep team. Uh, and they've been able to overcome the loss of injury all season long. Uh, but, it, again, when you play teams that are the upper echelon in the NBA, uh, you have to have your stars. There's just no other way around it. You have to have your stars. The Pels are on a four-game losing streak now. They're eight, 18 and 12. They dropped to fourth in the West. They're 6 and 4 in their last 10. And it's not because they're not playing hard or playing smart. I mean, again, now look, there have been issues, okay, getting physically beat on the boards over these last four losses. Um, the turnovers have been an issue. Uh, Three-point shooting, uh, even again, has been spotty at times. Uh, uh, but this is a deep team. There's no doubt about it. But I'll say it again. It's hard to win against the elite in the NBA on a consistent basis without, again, your all-star and, and key role players. Losing a guy like Nance last night really hurt this team. It really did. He's a guy that, again, has been – uh, you can talk about Alvarado being maybe the MVP of the second team that's coming in. You've got to also mention the same breath, uh, Larry Nance, and what he's been able to do, especially, again, on defense where, again, they're doing a lot of switching and he has the ability to switch, you know, from guard to forward to center. Valentunas cannot do that. But Valentunas, again, is good at what he does. You know, stepping out, hitting the three, uh, around the basket. Again, that big physical presence. Um but the loss of Brandon Ingram has begun to take its toll on the win-loss column. It just has, okay? And, look, I'm not here to knock Brandon Ingram. I'm just here to tell it like it is, okay? We know Brandon Ingram by now. He's been here long enough. He only plays when he's 100%. We've seen that his entire time here in New Orleans. This team has been able to overcome the loss of, of a guy like Brandon Ingram well, versus most teams. But they don't match up against a Utah. He makes a difference there, Okay? Um, you look at um, the Utah series. He got injured in that Utah series in the first game, okay, and didn't play in the next two, all three losses. The Pels were able to beat the Suns at home, but again, role players step up and play above their head at home. They don't do that, uh, again, consistently on the road. It just is what it is. I don't know why it is that, that way. Maybe it's the home court. Maybe, again, it's the home crowd. 
But consistently, role players don't live, don't um, expand their games or, or not going, not scoring more um, when, when you're on the road. Uh, the Pels will be able to beat the Suns at home, but without uh, Brandon Ingram and, and, and again, again, key role players, uh, they didn't they didn't excel on the road. And his loss was felt against the, the the Suns in Phoenix. There's no doubt about it. And last night he missed the Bucks game. That that's a that, that's a team you have to have Brandon Ingram to, to be able to win the game. Again, they have too much talent, too much size, uh, and, and play some really good defense for for again not to have Brandon Ingram in in the, in the game. Look, his scoring has been missed for sure. But just his presence on the court changes spacing, okay? He will make teams pay for setting up a wall on the hill. I'm not saying the other players are not. What, 37 last night from Valanciunas, 31 last night uh, from C.J. McCollum. But you're talking about the second-best player on the team in Brandon Ingram, a guy that, again, was playing at an all-star level before he went out. We know he can drop 30 any time. You have to be able to account for him, Okay. Yes, they have to account for, 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 for Valanciunas, and they have to account for C.J., no doubt about it. But again, if those four, three guys are on the court along with Zion, uh, that's going to make a coach think twice about triple team and Zion as he goes to the rim. Now, I love what Zion's been able to do with his game. He's been unselfish. Uh, at times, again, he does do that, you know, put his head down and go in and, and you know, looking for the, for, the, um, uh, for the foul call or, again, try to get to the rim. You know, I watched it, and, and I stopped it many times last night to see where the spacing on the floor was when, when he would do that. And you got three, four guys standing around just watching. Again, they got, you know, they're taking tickets at that point. Give them popcorn and a Coke. Now, for the most part, again, be, uh, Zion has been able to, again, pass the ball, and it's, and it's turned into, uh, in, in a lot of cases, um, you know, wide-open shots. Now, making those shots are, are, are different, uh, you know, a different subject. But this team needs Brandon Ingram on the floor. Now, I realize it's only December. It's not April. But this is, again, an issue we've seen since he came to New Orleans. Brandon Ingram needs to man up and play through injury. Okay? He's been out with an injured toe since November the 25th. November the 25th. He's missed all of December, the last week of November, 11 games total over a three-week period. Now we're going into the fourth week. For, again, an issue with the toe. There's no doubt Zion's missed time. He's missed about a quarter of the season. Not having Nance last night hurt. But Brandon Ingram is an all-star. He has to be able to play through injury for his team to be a top-four seed. There's no other way around it. And he definitely needs to be on the court when the Pelicans are playing the elite of the NBA. And they've done that. I'm not going to call Utah the elite of the NBA, but, they're, again, they're a, they're a tough matchup. Uh, for the Pels, but the Suns are, and so are the so are the Bucks. So are the Bucks, especially on the road. You need your All Stars. Um, look, I'm sure again part of this is the medical staff and the training staff, because again we've seen this, right? Again, they they are over cautious with injuries. They are. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and that has a lot to do with again players uh, taking an extended period of time to be able to heal, sitting out doing injury due to injury. But we've seen role players fight through injury. I mean, Alvarado's again, uh, again, he's as injured as anybody on that team right now with, with again, the rib contusion. He sat one game and, and, again, was back for Phoenix and then back again. Now, has it hurt his pr- production? Pardon me. Yes, it has, no doubt. But he's out there playing hard, and, and at least he's a presence on the court. Um, so, again, if role players can fight through injury, 
So should Brandon Ingram. He's too valuable to sit out games versus, again, the top opponents in, in, in the NBA. And look, I want to say this before people start jumping, on my, jumping down my throat saying he's injured. Remember, he was cleared last week, okay, medically with the scans. When the scans came back clean, okay, he was cleared. It comes down to his pain tolerance and is willing to be able to play when he's not 100%. And all I'm saying is, yes, I know it's December, but it's not April. And you'd rather have him healthy and ready to go throughout, again, the, 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 the second and third, fourth, I'm sorry, the third and fourth quarters of the season. But, again, you're on a four-game losing streak now, and it's become pretty evident, again, how teams are playing the Pelicans on, and on the offensive side of the ball. You know, again, they, they are going to try to take Zion out at all costs. And yet last night was one of those nights where you got 37 from Valanciunas and you got 31 uh, from, from CJ. And it still wasn't enough because you ended up with just 18 uh, from Zion because, again, he was getting smothered. Now, look, the way the teams are officiating Zion and this team, a little bit different. said it before. They are now the hunted, but they don't have, again, the, the total respect that, that, that you see uh, from teams that have won something, that have done something. The Pels have done nothing. They had a nice little run at the end of last season. They had a nice run here in the beginning of the season. They look like them. They're going to be a team that's going to be reckoned with, a top-four team, especially if they can stay healthy. But, again, they're not being officiated like that. That's for sure. They're not getting the calls that, again, other top teams get. They're, their top players are not getting the calls that other top players get. I mean, again, case in point, Zion going to the, going to the rim. Uh, you know, again, it – Again, another technical last night because he's not getting he's not getting the calls. Meanwhile, on the other side, you 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 um you actually again just kind of blow uh, an eyelash at at uh, at the Greek freak and he's going to the line. And oh, by the way, for him last night he was unstoppable because in the past you could take him, foul him going to the hole, and and then put him on the on the free throw line. And again, he would he would struggle. He didn't struggle last night from the free throw line. Okay, he was seventeen for twenty two. So he has turned his game around in terms of a guy that could do the broadside of a bond when it came to a, a, a free throw. Remember, everybody counting out, taking so long to a guy now that was 17 for 22 last night. That was a big part of his 42 points. Yes, the Pels are not getting their, their, their fair shake. I mean, again, Zion. Herb Jones is one of the best defenders in the NBA, and he doesn't get the, the, the cachet that goes along with that. Valanchunas gets beat up, physically beat up, just like Zion. Doesn't get the call. So, again, that's something they're going to have to earn. There's no doubt about it. But the bottom line is they need their players on the court, and especially they need their all-stars on the court. And I'm just saying it right now. Brandon Ingram, this is four weeks, a month. It's too long to be out with a, with a toe injury. It just is, especially when you've been medically cleared. Buck up. Get out there and again and, and, and get on the basketball floor. Your team needs you, especially against some of the elite uh, in the NBA. It is what it is. Uh, the Green Wave continues to prepare for, for USC uh, in the Cotton Bowl. Um, look, I'm, I'm excited about this matchup. I really am. Um, um, there are There is obviously, again, um, a situation where you're going, it's kind of a David versus Goliath. And you, and you say, well, uh, you know, USC, you know, uh, you know they, didn't, they didn't win the Pac-12. Well, but USC is, they're, they're huge. <laughs> you know, I've gone through this over and over again. You know, they're, they're, just, they're, they're just physically big, 
across the board, as they always are. Their offensive line has always been, phys- been, been huge, okay? Student body left, student body right, we know all about it. Defensively, they are not as big as they normally are, but they're still a pretty big team up front. That is one of my major concerns and has been since day one on the matchup. The main concern I have right now is with the Heisman Trophy. Um, and the the health of the Heisman Trophy winner. And if Caleb Williams is going to be able to be, uh, first of all, if he's going to go, and second of all, how healthy is he going to be? Look, um, he's a difference maker on the Trojans' offense. When things break down, which, again, they have many, many times this season, it's Caleb Williams who turns a horrible play uh, into, again, a, a positive play, or in some cases a scoring play. Um, his ability to be able to run, to be able to make time with his feet, uh, his accuracy. Um, you know, he, he's, got a, he's got a rocket of an arm. Um, I mean, he's the next great young quarterback that's, uh, that's expected to come out of college. Okay? Um, if there was some way next year the Saints had a chance to get him, that solves a lot of your problems right there. I mean, he is that good. He's that good. He can change a game by himself. Uh, Tulane's defense has been stout all year long. They've, they've been disciplined. Um, but this is a big stage, okay? This is the biggest stage for the program since the 1940s. And to a man across the board, can the Green Wave players be focused on the game and not the distractions that come with the success uh, of this season and going to the Cotton Bowl? It's a big deal. National TV, New Year's Six game. I mean, everything that, that, that comes with that. You know, again, all the pop and circumstances being wined and dined in, uh, in, in Arlington for the week. I mean, everything that goes along with, again, going to a major bowl, Tulane is going to be involved in that for the first time, okay, for the first time. Uh, all eyes will be on them when the Cotton Bowl rolls. Um, now, they stumbled against USM early in the season, right? Kind of took them lightly. But this, you know, they overlooked them. In this case, it's a matter of discipline and doing your job right? Doing your job. They have to do their individual, individually, they have to do their jobs. They have to be disciplined not to do too much. You can't try to do too much on the field. And then again, in, in the process, exposing again, your defense or your offense, because you're not doing your job. Instead, you're trying to help the guy next to him do his job. That's a big key, especially again, you get guys that are hyped up, you know, they're trying to do too much. You've seen it over and over again in sports. How disciplined can this team be now on the big stage? The biggest stage. The biggest stage for this university since the 1940s. And everything that comes with it. And then, of course, again, I, I go back to the size and speed of USC. Uh, look, UCF had, had SEC-type speed and size in spots. This is a different animal in USC. The biggest problem with USC all season long is they beat themselves. Okay. Can Tulane physically match up against USC is one of the questions here. And if they can, half the battle is won. If, again, we're seeing a push from their offensive line on, on USC's defensive line, opening up um, uh, holes for Spears to be able to run through, um, uh, it's going to be a long day for USC. Uh, if uh, they are, are, again, protecting Pratt so that he has the ability to go through his progressions, and not just dumping it off to, again, Spears or, 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 or Clayton Johnson or, or Celestine, if ultimately those guys are in the game, but actually, again, having the ability to go downfield to Watt 
uh, Watts or Wyatt or, again, you know, utilizing the speed of keys, those end of rounds, or, again, um, on the short pass game. Juwan Johnson, uh, not just on special teams returning the ball, but also, again, the ability to be able to get out and be part of this receiving core. Uh, and, of course, we don't know if Tyreek James is going to be available, but how big is he? He's huge in terms of, again, the tight end position, especially if, again, there's have to, has to be if there is a, a pressure on Pratt and he has to dump the ball off. Pratt also has to be a mobile guy and also has to be focused on this game. Again, a lot of scuttlebutt is happening. It's getting louder and louder and louder uh, that uh, Michael Pratt will transfer into the transfer portal after the Cotton Bowl game and we'll head to Florida. We saw Florida get their ass kicked last night. Um, he wants to maybe play in the SEC on the big stage. NIL money, uh, according to my sources, have a big, uh, big stake in this. That's why I've said before, Tulane, get your act together with your collectives. You cannot let your senior quarterback walk out the door and go do his senior year somewhere else. Willie Fritz stay, stayed. Again, you were able to stave that off the door. Now you know, again, teams know, again, how, how, how good this team is, and they're going to come in. They're going to try to cherry-pick your team. How do you hold on to your core and, and not have it cherry-picked, again, by the big boys in the big conferences? This is a big offseason for the, for the Wave. How do you hold on to your core? Beer the end. And, if, again, if the quarterback's walking, how many guys are going to be walking behind him? Look, I know that again, there's some guys, look, a lot, of the, a lot of the major stars on this team are graduating. Uh, T- uh, Tajay Spears is going to the NFL. I get all of that. But this is a test now going forward because Tulane now looking uh, at, at a new AAC uh, can be a dominant force in the AAC, but you've got to be able to hold on to your players. You can't be in hand having teams, again, from the Power, uh, power uh, Five conferences coming in and cherry-picking your players, and that's exactly where, where Tulane is headed right now. If Tulane doesn't do enough to be able to, again, take care of their own. Talked about it earlier this week. Dannon met, met, met with, uh, with Willie Fritz long before Georgia Tech came a-coming. And I talked about this, well, again, months ago, that, again, with the success of Tulane, Dannon has to be smart enough, to, again, to get ahead of this because you know somebody's going to come after Fritz at the end of the season. Georgia Tech did. Twice the budget in terms of their athletic budget, twice the budget in terms of, of again, what, what, uh, what Tulane spends on football. Uh, the, the facilities, again, are better than Tulane's. But then, again, I, I fast-forward to next year when University of Texas San Antonio comes and comes into the AAC. <laughs> they, have a be- twice the bu- they have a bigger budget than Tulane. They have a bigger football budget than Tulane. And they have better facilities than Tulane. They're walking in better, in a better position. And with players now in a, in a situation where it's an arms race because, again, the transfer portal uh, and, and the lure of maybe going to a bigger program where, again, you are treated like a, like a king, where, again, you have all the amenities, Tulane's got to catch up. Never, it's never been the disconnect like we see now between, again, the have and have-nots. And Tulane's right in the middle there. So which way are they going to go? Are they, are they going to do what they can to be able to preserve what they, what they built this, this, uh, under Willie Fritz? Are we going to see the facilities? Are we going to see the money put into athletics? And are we going to see the money put into the collectives by their alumni and business owners, again, who have a stake in Tulane to make sure they can keep their players, not just the football program, but across the board. Because with success means, again, other teams are going to come cherry-pick your players. So this is as big as a huge of a week this is going to be next week with, again, leading up to the Cotton Bowl and all the pomp and circumstance that this team is going to go through. There's also a battle on, on, on the back end of this as soon as the bowl game is over. How do you preserve what you built? The Tulane will be on the clock. And, and as Troy Dan, and again, he seemed like he was prepared for the situation with Georgia Tech, 
A lot of that had to do with Willie Fritz doing something that has never happened in the history of Tulane football, saying, look, I'm staying with my guys. I'm, I'm going I'm to play out the American Athletic Conference Championship, and I'm going to go to the bowl game. And, and Georgia Tech didn't want to wait. So, again, their impatience and, of course, a lot of pushback from alumni who wanted Key to be their head coach. Willie Fritz stays at, at Tulane. But if teams start coming to cherry-pick his players every single year, at some point he's going to throw his hands up and go, if you can't beat them, join them. So enjoy the Cotton Bowl. Hopefully, again, Tulane comes out, plays distant football. But, again, the, the war begins. The war of attrition. The, the war of, again, trying to hold on to your players. It begins after the Cotton Bowl when players have the opportunity to enter the transfer portal. And my, all eyes will be on Michael Pratt because he'll be the first domino to fall. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Again, look, we've got some frigid temperatures coming. And if, if your heating system is not working, if it's been kind of limping along, now's the time to call Burkhardt. Yes, if something happens and you need emergency service, they're there with you for 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. If you haven't had that heater inspected already, you should, have, you should get that done. Uh, you're going to be running that heater again continuously over the next probably week or so. Uh, so, again, you want to make sure you don't have any problems with carbon monoxide program. Pro- pro- problems are, again, again uh, with maybe mechanical breakdowns. A good cleaning and inspection from Burkhart will solve all those problems. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. When you need them, they're there for you. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. We'll be right back with Will Guillory of The Athletic. We're talking Pels. Don't move. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Looking for holiday gifts that won't be re-gifted? Head to eBay Motors. With millions of parts and accessories at the right prices, there's something for every car lover on your list. And with the money you save, you can pick up something for yourself, too. Happy holidays, indeed. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to Downman. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. Also, look out for delays solid on 10 westbound right at Clearview. In the meantime, look out for an accident, General DeGaulle at Wall Boulevard. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue, 
in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So see by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms feel mild, ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. The Southern Tire family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tire. First of all, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Wheels and tires of the 30 inches, you can uh, also, again, uh, finance that. Don't forget, also, a great selection of rims for you. Uh, and, of course, you can finance that. Uh, they will also repair your rims. Uh, trying to keep that vehicle on the road, you want to do it again, um, and, and your car is out of warranty, man, look, bring it over to Southern Tire. Uh, they got the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealerships, ASE certified technicians, uh, and, of course, will, again, uh, treat your vehicle like their own. Uh, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 3, Saturday from 8 to 8, I'm sorry, Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Uh, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers. Uh, even that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle. That's Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program uh, does a fantastic job for the athletic. And I tell you guys all the time, one of the best things I've ever done um, again, and, and a chance to be able to not just, again, get the best writers uh, that we have here in the city in terms of covering sports, but nationally and internationally was, again, uh, subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, the Athletic is, again, um, uh, not just an, an, a, a place where you can catch local national sports, but also international sports. Those of you that love soccer would have, again, just really enjoyed The Athletic. And uh, during this holiday season, it's a great stocking stuffer for, again, a sports fan uh, near you. we got fantastic writers that cover our local sports, but, again, some of the best writers in the country, right, for The Athletic. Uh, and, of course, Will Gilly of The Athletic joins us on the program. And remember, if you uh, go onto Will's byline and, and um, subscribe onto Will's byline, Will gets credit for it as well. So we um, ask 
you again when you do that. Make sure again you include the writers here in, that they're here in New Orleans uh, when you're going to subscribe. But again, remember, uh, stocking stuffer, gift for again that that person in your life that really loves sports. Uh, give them a subscription to the Athletic. Will, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, man. Y'all, it's far too kind whenever I come on. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, you do a fantastic job as always. Will, um. First of all, uh, what's the prognosis on Brandon Ingram? I, I know last week the scans were cleared. They, they really missed him last night against the Bucks. I mean, they really, again, in my monologue, I talked about the fact that, again, against the elite teams, they really need him on the floor with Zion. Just the spacing on the floor, having a guy like that that has to be accounted for on the offensive end. Uh, what's what's the prognosis? Are you expecting him back uh, this this week? Because we're now in what uh, we're he's missed almost all. He's missed all of December. The last week of November, what eleven games total? Um, what are you hearing? Yeah, I think these last two games, you really felt Bi's absence for sure. As, as teams are really starting to, you know, really uh, just throw more and more bodies at Zion, I make like difficult for him to get to the rim. I, I think you know they were hoping to get him back during that last road trip where they did the two games in Utah and Phoenix. He was he had multiple days of pickup ball under his belt. Uh, ended up you know, just kind of re-aggravating the toe in one of the pickup games. So they wanted to give him a week off. Uh, like you said, they, they did some scans on the toe. Everything came back clean. Uh, so there's no kind of structural damage or anything like that. They just feel like it's something that, that's kind of really uh, aggravating him and he can't quite get back right. But they're hoping that that week off could get him right. They're hoping to get him back in practice tomorrow. And, uh, you know, that's the plan to see what Willie Green has to say about it tomorrow. Uh, if you ask me, I would have said he was going to be back during the road trip. Unfortunately, he mm-hmm. ended up re-aggravating the toe. So uh, we'll see what Willie has to say about it tomorrow. When I watched the injury when it happened, it looked like, again, he hit the back of someone's foot. Is it a turf toe injury? Yeah, I think it's hard to tell, you know, because those toe injuries are so, you know, that they're, they're – they're very kind of uh, up in the air, and, and they really haven't given us a, a full diagnosis on, on it. I, I don't, like I said, I don't think it's any structural damage. I don't think it's anything where there's any tearing or a broken toe. I've seen people speculating about a broken toe. I don't think it's anything like that. Uh, I just think it's something where he's been dealing with some pain and just some discomfort when he plays. And like I said, I think he was really close to coming back during that road trip. He, he ended up aggravating it during a pickup game. So I, I think he's closer – uh, than some people think, just because this will be on now. People are just very uh, skeptical a lot with his uh, diagnosis on his injuries, which right. is understandable because he's dealt with you know some stuff these past few seasons. But I think uh, their hope is to get him into practice in tomorrow and see if he can play on Thursday. Well, the rep is, and we know it. Again, he doesn't play unless he's 100. percent There are just times when you get when you got to gut it out, and you got to get on the court. Now I realize it's December, and it's not April, but still, against the elite of the NBA, he has to be on the floor. Yeah, no doubt. And I think we kind of heard this stuff last year, and then it kind of quieted down when he was scoring 30 a game during the playoffs. (laughs) So, you know, I think I I tend to to lean more towards the the patient side of things. I think, you know, it is frustrating that he hasn't been out so long, especially because his absence has coincided with Zion playing the best basketball in his career, and you want to see those two guys together. You want to see what this team looks like when everybody's healthy. But the most important thing is making sure everybody's on the court come April uh, when this team is really going to try to make some noise in the playoffs. And that's the first time we can really say with certainty uh, around Christmas time that this team will be in the playoffs. I think we all feel that way. Yep. And now, you know, the focus is making sure they're ready for when that time comes. Will Gillery of The Athletic um, is with us. Will, um, 
I know you see it. I just want to get your take on it. Uh, this team, look, I, I know they haven't done anything yet. And in order to get the respect of the officials, to get the calls, in a lot of cases, you have to have done something. Again, uh, you know, we win, uh, you know, win, you know, uh, uh, players that, again, that are, that are perennial all-stars, et cetera. But this, this team seems not to get a call, man. I mean, you know, Zion gets beat up. Herb Jones doesn't get, again, his due as being one of the top defensive players in, in, in the NBA. Uh, you know, Valanchunas is getting physically beat up on, in, inside. I mean, I can go on and on and on. And it's, it's not just one crew. Uh, it seems night after night. And we've seen Zion over the last few games get, you know, technicals because of his frustration on, again, not getting the calls that, again, other, other players are getting. Uh, just, again, simple thing of uh, let, let's compare the Greek freak last night to, again, to what Zion was getting uh, when he was getting bumped going to, going to the uh, rim. Uh, are you seeing the same thing I'm seeing? Oh, no doubt. I think with Zion, for sure, he's getting beat up in a lot of these games. And I think it kind of goes back to that Shaq argument a lot of people throw out there where it's just, Difficult to, to officiate guys when they're so clearly stronger than everybody else on the court. And, you know, I think some of that goes out of the window when you saw the way Giannis was officiated last night. And I think people see the huge 23 throw number. And I would go back and say, right. man, if you look back at a lot of those fouls, it's hard to argue. Him. Like, he, he just puts himself in a position where it's hard to not foul him. And I think Zion, uh, part of it is, you know, officials need to do a better job of uh, seeing where the fouls are happening to him. Where you know a lot of times these guys are getting fouled, hit, getting hit on the arms, getting pushed in the air. Whereas he, I think, he's kind of getting pushed as he's making his drive to the lane. Guys are hitting him uh, when they're out of position, trying to get in front of him, and he's so quick and he's so strong that he gets in front of guys, and they kind of chuck him, and the referees don't call it because Zion barely reacts to it. But at the end of the day, you have to be in legal guarding position if you're going to bump a guy on the drive. Right. Uh, so I think. That's part of it is they have to understand how to officiate Z. And I think he also he just has to get a little more crafty in the way he kind of shows himself getting fought. I, I go back to that Shea Gilgis Alexander game where he shot more free throws than I think the whole Pels team that game with mm-hmm. the, uh, the Pelicans that ended up beating OKC in New Orleans. And I think he just was very good at really making it clear he was getting fouled. And I think some of that is the flopping thing. And we know Zion's not a fan of flopping. And I'm not saying Zion needs to flop more often, but I think he just needs to make it more clear when he's getting fouled. And uh, he wants to be able to play physical and play through everything. He just has that mentality. But also, you got to put yourself in a position where if you're getting fouled, you get to the free throw line. And so I think it goes both ways. It's on the rush, and I think it's on Zion just to be a little bit smarter about how he uses his body and how he makes it clear when he gets fouled. Yeah, but again, um, eight times at the free throw line—that uh, that is ridiculous uh, for a guy that's as yeah, physical as he is. Going to the hole, he only gets eight, eight, eight times uh, at the at the free throw line. That's you know, uh, that's glaring. No doubt, no doubt. Especially the, the way he plays. Nobody goes to the rim as right. often as he does. Every time he touches the ball, he's going to the rim. Uh, so more times than not, guys are going to have to hit him because he's so strong and he's so explosive. They can't stop him from getting there. So he's probably getting hit more times than not when he's going to the rim. And I think that's part of the hesitation with the rest is they don't want to call it every single time. But I think, yeah, I think the Pelicans are constantly having that dialogue with the league, kind of trying to point out when he's getting fouled, how he's getting fouled. And I think that's going to be uh, something the refs have to improve on over time. But, uh, yeah, I think he's going to get calls just because just the volume of shots he takes at the rim. It's yes. hard to believe that he's ending these games with six, four, eight free throws. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. 
I mean, the three blind mice can see that. I mean, seriously. I mean, it just, sometimes it just gets very, very frustrating. All right. We learned during the winning streak and really during the most of this early part of the season, this is a very deep basketball team. What have we learned over the last four games in this losing streak? Yeah, I think the we, first of all, we learned how much they're missing Brandon Ingram, right? That's where we started this conversation where it was it was good when Zion was putting up these astronomical numbers and teams just couldn't figure out what to do with him. Uh, but you see, as teams are starting to adjust to him, that you need that secondary ball handler, you need that second creator, another guy who can get your big scoring numbers. Unfortunately, T.J. McCollum has started to come out of his funk. He's had a couple big games these last, last few times out. But I think they still need one more guy to take that pressure off of Zion. And also, I think you, you see that they're, just their rebounding just isn't as good as it was last year. And I think some of that, you know, is them mm-hmm. leaning a lot on Larry Nance and these small ball lineups. And when you play smaller guys like Larry Nance and center, you're just not going to be as good of a rebounding team, especially defensive True. rebounding. Uh, but I think also is they just have to be more mindful of it. They, I think they, they're trying to get out of playing transition a little bit more. I think they have to be more mindful of just gang rebounding, getting there and actually grabbing the board. Uh, I think you see that with a team like the Brooklyn Nets, where they they were very transition minded. They had that kind of mindset with Steve Nash, where they were like, "Hey, uh, you might score two, we'll go down and score three, and we'll see who wins at the end." And I think they mm-hmm. kind of learned after a while that they needed to be more defensive minded. They need to be. Uh, more focused on getting those rebounds. And I think the Pelicans are going to have to start making that transition because, I mean, at this point, I think they're down there around like 20th right now, defensive rebound percentage. And that's, there's no reason that team should be down there when you're playing Jonas Valanciunas, Zion Williamson, and Larry uh, Nance. No doubt. You know, no more, doubt. these entire games. You're playing big all the time. You need to rebound the ball. And that seems to be a focus for the team. And they're giving up too many second chance points. And they're giving up too many fast break opportunities off of mm-hmm. turnovers. And I think that goes back to not having a trustworthy secondary ball handler like a Brandon Ingram. I think that'll solve some of that problem. And B.I. can solve some of the defensive rebounding problems because he's a good rebounder as well. But yes. I think the big thing for him, it just needs to be a focus. Team-wide, everybody from top to bottom needs to have a bigger focus on getting defensive rebounds because there's no reason why this team should be giving up as many second-chance points as they have. I mean, it's as simple as boxing out at times. <laughs> and, we, we again, we've, we've seen the lack of. Uh, and, and there's no doubt about that. Larry Nance's injury, how severe? Uh, it's Achilles soreness. Uh, I think he's been a little beat up. He, he's dealt with a shoulder. He had a, a ankle not too long ago. I think they just wanted to give him a night off, knowing they had two days off here going into the San Antonio game. So I don't think it's too serious. Larry's a guy who, who's taking pride in being healthy this year. He's been ha- very happy about his knee being the healthiest he's been in years. So, uh, I think Larry will be fine. They just wanted to give him a night out, similar to what they did with Jose uh, going yes. into that Phoenix game. Just give him some time to get right, give him a couple of days off, and I think he'll be fine moving forward. It's incredible how how the, the maturation process of um, of Zion again at the sitting out for so long and what we're seeing out of him right now that reminds so many of us again how he played at Duke. Uh, this is the best stretch that that we've seen him as a, as a pro. No doubt, and it's not just the offensive numbers because we saw that before, right, during his second season where he was putting up these crazy point Zion stat lines, 30 points on 15 shots. Uh, That's stuff we've seen him do. But defensively, I I think was what I've been so much more impressed with, just his level of focus, his level of care, 
uh, his desire to stay in front of people, to not allow teams to attack him. That's something that I wrote about earlier this year was the, the corollary this team was dealing with where yep. at the end of games, teams were like, hey, we're going to go at Zion every single time. And if he can't guard anybody, then you're not going to get stops. And he just wasn't guarding anybody at the start of the year. And it was a huge issue for this team. And now you see he's playing the best defensive basketball of his career. You saw him kind of recreate the DeAndre Hunter block in the corner in Mm -hmm. that Phoenix game. He's had these plays where he's, you know, moving his feet, staying in front of people, you know, getting steals, getting those plays where he's jumping, passing lanes, and getting transition dunks. Uh, I just think his activity throughout the course of these games has been so impressive. And I think it can't be said enough. Once Brandon Ingram comes back, it's going to be even better because he won't have to use so much energy throughout the course of the game. I think you've seen a few times, especially in that Utah overtime game, where he started wearing down late in games because he was doing yes. so much and he had to create so much offense on his own. And I think once Brandon Ingram comes back, it'll allow him to be more active on defense and to conserve his energy a little bit more so he can make those big plays down the stretch of games. But I just think his level of focus right now and just the way he's buying in to the Willie Green's defensive scheme, I think it's turned him into another level of player. He's playing the best basketball of his career, and I think it can be said enough that it also helps when you're playing with a Herb Jones, mm-hmm. you're playing with a Jose Alvarado, sure. Larry Nance, and you see the level of, of defensive effort those guys bring to the table every game. You can't help but match it, and I think that goes to the culture that we talked about a million times that they're building in that locker room where – those guys are bringing in the effort. They're bringing in the energy every day, and it's contagious for everybody in the locker room. Even if it's an undrafted free agent <laughs> affecting the number one overall pick, yep. it's going to happen if you see that guy doing it every single day. No doubt about it. Agree 100% with everything you just said. Love having you on the program. Tell the folks about The Athletic, how they can subscribe, my friend. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Will Guillory. That's G U I. L-L-O-R-Y. You can follow all my work at theathletic.com. Uh, I like to talk about we're, we're covering Brandon Ingram this week, trying to see what's going on with him, see what's going on with this losing streak, and hopefully just get back to the good times. Uh, I'm still reading World Cup articles. I don't know about you. That yeah. article was insane. So, yeah, we mm-hmm. got a whole bunch of great stuff on the site, whether it's basketball, soccer, whatever you're looking for. Uh, just don't look for the Saints. We, none of us are looking for Saints stuff right now. No. So, so just come over to the Pelican side. There you go. I think most of the city has already done that, no doubt about it. Thank you, Will. (laughs) Merry Christmas to you and your family, my friend. Have a happy new year, and we'll be talking soon. Happy holidays to you, and I appreciate it. There you go. There he goes. Uh, Will Guillory. New Orleans on Will Guillory of The Athletic. All right. Trust is everything. Burkhardt has more than 10,000 customers. You know why? Referrals. Uh, that's how they've grown their business. Yeah, long before I was a spokesman for the company, uh, again, they were going word of mouth. Uh, they treat their customers like they would a family member. You Once you're part of the family, they'll take care of you. If you're looking for a better experience from your generator or AC company and you just got a big quote from someone else, maybe you're looking for a second opinion. Let the folks over at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. They'll be there for you. They'll get it fixed no matter, again, what maker model. You call Burkhart anytime. The phone is answered 24-7. Some of the most experienced Nate certified technicians in the area, right, at, over at Burkhart. They'll get there quickly in emergency, get the job done right, keep your home spotless. Burkhart takes your comfort seriously, and that means, again, keeping the product on hand so when your system breaks, they got a replacement ready for you. It's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Go with the company I've trusted for decades. It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com That's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, rapid urgent care has got you covered with clinics all over southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Starting this Wednesday, grab the family and head to the convention center for the return of New Orleans Christmas Fest with ice skating, holiday treats, adult cocktails, and more. And celebrate the holiday on the day after Christmas by heading to the Fairgrounds Racecourse for the Road to the Derby kickoff day on December 26th. For more ideas on what to do this holiday season, log on to whereyat.com and sign up for the Whereyat Weekly E-Blast and have the latest news sent directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. 
Don't forget about my friends over at uh, Dave Miet Insurance. If you're a contract, professional, business, property owner, Dave Miet has you covered with general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, commercial property, and automobile coverage for commercial and business customers. Dave Miet is an independent insurance agency uh, that searches over 50 companies for the best coverage at the best price. Call, click, or come in today at 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. You want a company you can trust with your insurance? You want an agent that will go above and beyond? It's Dave Miet Insurance. That's 504-556-0809. Thanks to Will Gillery for joining us on the program. Mike Scarborough, followed by Mike Triplett, join us in the second hour. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Broadcasting from the Dudley De- Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple.
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram or our social media platforms. Uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, uh, it'll be Gus Gill of ESPN 100.3. Thursday, 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV, also uh, streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. And then uh, here come the rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms, always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. So, again, uh, check us out. Again, uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, this week it is um, Gus Cattengill of ESPN 100.3. And as I mentioned in the first hour, uh, next week uh, it'll be for the um, – uh, week between Christmas and New Year's, it'll be Arnie Philco. Um, we'll be talking about uh, the stadiums uh, in the city for high school, Ninth Ward Stadium that he's involved in, Zephyr Field, soccer teams that are that, that are, are, are proposing to come to New Orleans, baseball, minor league baseball coming back. Where are they going to play venues? We'll also get into sports here in New Orleans, economic impact, etc. With Arnie next week. And uh, we'll just for FYI, we'll be taping those shows tomorrow because of the Christmas holidays. All right. Um, well, in the first hour, if you missed it, we talked about the Pelicans and, and again, missing Brandon Ingram and, of course, him needing to get back on, on, the, on the floor. Again, he has not played uh, since um, he injured his toe on November the 25th. Um, and, uh, of course, he missed all of uh, the last week of November, all of December so far, 11 games over a three-week period, now going into its fourth week. Uh, Will Gillery and I also discussed that on the program. If you missed it, check it out on the uh, on the podcast. We also talked about the Wave preparing for the Cotton Bowl uh, against USC and Caleb Williams, but also, again, preparing for uh, what happens after the Cotton Bowl uh, with, again, now teams from the Power Five coming in and cherry-picking their players. Uh, and the first one to possibly go down would be Michael Pratt, who is rumored to be going to the University of Florida uh, at, the end of this, at the end of this season. Uh, and, and doing a senior year against SEC competition. So uh, Tulane getting their act together with, again, the collectives, the NIL, making sure that they can, they can uh, at least um, uh, have money available with NIL to be able to uh, give a player a second thought about wanting to move on to another university. Uh, because now, we're, again, with Tulane's success, we're going to see this. We're going to see teams coming to cherry pick uh, their players and, and have them in the transfer portal. So if you missed it, check us out on the podcast. Um, before we go to Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com and also um, uh, uh, Mike Triplett, do you want to mention uh, the Saints and, and of course, not, not, not any playoff run here. Uh, you know, win some games and we'll talk about it. Uh, but what comes after the season? And, 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 of course, uh, with $50 million over the cap, how are they going to re-sign their own? Bradley Roby is a unrestricted free agent. Again, he's also over 30. Uh, I can't see him coming back. He made $10 million. Uh, David Onyemata, um is, uh, is uh, 
again, a unrestricted free agent. He, has, again, has not played up to his $8 million salary. I cannot see him coming back. Deontay Hardy pouted uh, when he, he wasn't getting, uh, again, the touches on offense. He's on injured reserve. He's an unrestricted free agent. I can see him going, especially now with, with Shahid now part of, uh, of the fold here. Marcus Davenport, I don't know how you double down on Davenport at this point. Unrestricted free agent. I think you just got to cut your losses because he's been too injured. And, and even though he showed flashes of brilliance, how can you double down on a guy that, again, has played, what, 20% of his time here in New Orleans? Jarvis Landry made $3 million this year, which is, again, uh, for him, is, is not a lot of money, but he didn't do anything. And I love Jarvis Landry. Uh, again, often injured, has not made an impact on this team with the young receivers. Even though I'd love to see him come back, I mean, how can you spend money on, on a Jarvis Landry at this point? Andy Dalton, that I think, will be back, and he will be back at, a, at, a, at an increased salary. He made $3 million this year. He's probably your starter. He's probably your bridge starter next year. Mark Ingram should retire. Shy Tuttle, it's been a nice run, uh, but Shy Tuttle, unless he's going to come in again for, for almost no money, uh, he has not been impressive this year. Uh, P.J. Williams is a, is a guy I think you have to bring back. $2.3 million last year, this past year, but injured. Uh, he's a guy that plays multiple positions. He would be a guy that would be a key guy to come back. Passigno showed flashes last year, but hasn't lived up to it this year. Got to be honest with you. If you can get a younger version, it's not going to have to pay as much. You may let him walk. JT Gray is a guy you have to keep. He made $2 million. He's the best special teams player you have. He should be, again, a guy that's in the Pro Bowl. Uh, he has to come back. Sorensen, you can live without him. Uh, Contavious Street has not been the guy that, again, we thought he was going to be on the inside uh, with the ability to rush the passer. You, you uh, pass on him. Uh, Dwayne Washington, same deal. A guy that's a nice special teams player, but if you can find a younger, cheaper version of a Dwayne Washington, you go in that direction. David Johnson's here for a cup of coffee. He'll be gone. Justin Evans playing better now toward the end of the season. But, again, uh, even at a million dollars, is he worth, again, bringing back at this point? To me, he's a stopgap guy. Ethan Greenwich, again, uh, has, has been a guy that's been on and off the roster continuously uh, on the offensive line, but has really shown nothing. Uh, but a guy like Juwan Johnson, you're going to have to pay to keep him, okay? He's been impressive now. He's making $895,000. He'll get a pay raise. He's an unrestricted free agent. So, again, there's an uh, – I'm sorry, he's a restricted free agent, so there's an opportunity to be able to, again, uh, match any offer there. Hopefully, again, he's a guy that you can bring back. Chase Hansen. Uh, on, on a special teamer, again, a guy on and off the roster, take, take it or leave it. But, again, if the price is right, you can bring him back. Huggins, defensive tackle, again, you can move on from that. Marquez, Marquez Callaway is an interesting uh, scenario here because, again, he's a guy that has shown flashes at times, doesn't make a lot of money, he's a restricted free agent, you have right of first refusal. I would say you try to bring him back, but you can't, again, tag him. Uh, at, at you know at a, at a, at a, uh, a draft pick that that'll be again uh, contingent upon him getting a big time raise here. Uh, Throckmorton has been a guy that again has been able to fill in. Uh, again, he he is a, is a, a, a restricted free agent as well. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. And let me say something about Blake Gilligan. He has been able to boom pump punts most of the time, but I'm going to tell you right now when it gets to be clutch time, uh, again he seems to shank punts. He's got to be more consistent going forward. He just has to be. Now, he's a restricted free agent. I expect him to be back. Uh, but, again, uh, he's got to be better uh, consistently, especially when it comes to, again, the, uh, the tough kicks at, 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 again, crunch time. And then, of course, two more will be Andrew Dow, who's a guy that, uh, again, is a good special teams player. I would definitely bring him back as, an un, as again, a, a restricted free agent. And then the other guy who's really shown out uh, this past season is Cade Nellis. Uh, and he made $649,000 last year. He's looking at a raise. 
uh, as a restrict uh, as again as as an unrestricted free agent, he's going to be one that again the Saints may get into a, have an issue in, in bringing back if some team falls in love with him. So I can see a big turnover in this roster, not just, again, you know, some of the guys that are unrestricted uh, that you let go that are veterans, but also some restricted players uh, that, again, just have not lived up to their billing. Uh, and, again, maybe sub- supplementing those with either undrafted free agents or, again, an expanded rookie class, especially if you can, um, you can make a deal with Sean Payton where you get a number one pick and more. Because I'll say it again, if you're Mickey Loomis, you hold all the cards here. Uh, the Saints may be jonesing for a first-round pick because they made the bad deal, and, and again, giving up all that, all that, um, um, uh, uh, all those picks for uh, Penning and, and, and Olave. The one of them being possibly a top-five pick, uh, but again, it's got to be more than just one draft choice. Uh, this has to be again the largest um, uh, uh, deal that can be made for a head coach being traded. And up until now, again, um, uh, there's been a lot of talk of a number one pick. If you're Mickey Loomis, it's got to be more than a number one pick uh, for Sean Payton because you need to augment this roster with younger, cheaper players. And we'll see how it plays out going forward. All right, let's shift gears. Let's talk a little LSU. Uh, His website, TigerBait.com, again, is absolutely fantastic. Again, the message boards are legendary. He's now on on the on a YouTube channel, which again is, is just absolutely blowing up. Uh, you get the most comprehensive look at high school players that that are here in Louisiana, with again real time video, some of the best video you'll get. Great scouting reports, and of course he's all over every single sport when it comes to the LSU Tigers. He's Mike Scarborough. He is the owner of uh, and and uh, and uh, publisher of uh, Tiger Bait, and he's with us each and every week here on the program. Mike, how are you? Hey, glad to be with you. Mike, before we get started, I know you got some specials going. It'll be a great time for folks to subscribe to Tiger Bait. Give that as a gift uh, for the upcoming holiday season. How can they do it? That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. If you're an LSU fan, uh, you're, you're really going to want to be a part of our, our website. You're going to be getting text alerts all day tomorrow, National Signing Day. And I think beyond that, uh, you've still got another kid who will uh, sign on Thursday. And um, it's going to be a lot of transfer portal news. Uh, soon after that. So uh, a lot of stuff happening at Tiger Bay, plus our basketball coverage uh, and more. And, um, for instance, uh, just uh, minutes before, before coming on with you, uh, we, we got out the news that Jaquel and Roy's uh, uh, going, uh, declared for the NFL draft. So the, 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 wow. the stuff's uh, around the clock right now. Yeah, it is. That, that's going to be a big loss for LSU. I was hoping he'd be able to come back for for another year. Uh, but again, I can see again why he would why he would test the waters of. Um, is he getting an agent first of all? Do you know that? Uh, I, I'm sure he is. Um, yeah, but um, maybe he's got a spot with the Saints. After I heard you give the uh, the, the, the Grim huh. Reaper uh, to the Saints roster, that you might, there might be some room there, huh? <laughs> they need. I tell you what, they got to get younger. They got to get cheaper. Fifty million dollars over the cap. That's still just the way it is. I mean, and, and yeah, that think, means again, stockpiling draft third. picks. I think there's about 30 guys. You, you said you can cut loose off that. Uh, you, 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 <laughs> I was, I was easy, easy, yeah, <laughs> easy, my friend, easy. Uh-huh. Hey, um, let, let's talk about National Signing Day. LSU has one of the top classes again projected based on on again verbal commitments. Uh, will everyone sign, in your opinion? Um, look, there's a few kids that we're watching. Uh, Dalen Austin, the cornerback uh, from out west. There's been Oregon, even some USC rumors with him. Uh, talked to uh, a source today that seemed like maybe the confidence was high at LSU that he would stick with LSU. 
we'll see. Um, you know, there, there, there's times out there where kids will tell a lot of coaches what they want to hear. Um, Jalen Brown, the wide receiver from South Florida, there's always been rumors with him. Uh, but I think for the most part, LSU is going to be darn, do pretty darn good tomorrow. Um, and then the Ricks, uh, the cornerback from IMG, uh, he'll, he'll sign at noon on Thursday. And uh, he's one of the top cornerbacks in the country. So I, I, I think that uh, you put it all together with Aaron Anderson uh, committing LSU Sunday night, who's basically like having another high school signee. Yes. Uh, because of the eligibility he's got left, another and he was a five star. Um, this recruiting class is going to be pretty amazing. And then Brian Kelly on, on Saturday answered my question and said the numbers between portal and, and high school signees could be thirty eight, thirty eight newcomers. Wow. That's a huge number. Yeah, that's a big turnover. Uh, that is a huge. That, that's a Saints turnover. <laughs> that's a huge turnover. Well, it, um, it, is part, it is part turnover, but it's really him. Being able to use the new rule to get to eighty-five yep. to to fully stock the roster when it, because he inherited thirty-nine, it's you know mm-hmm. it, it's uh, the timing of all that is perfect for what he's inherited. I agree with you, and, and Mike, we talked about it on the program. You know, again, one thing he's doing right now is what is it? Nineteen players that are in the transfer portal going to those players and saying, look. There may not be a spot for you to be able to play here at LSU because we're upgrading the roster. And, uh, you know, appreciate your time. Appreciate, again, you wanted to be a Tiger, but you might be, again, better off being elsewhere and getting a chance to get playing time. And that's kind of the purge we're seeing right now, right? Well, I, I don't know if it's necessarily he's running kids off or telling them they need to, you know, go find a place to play. I, I just think there's uh, a long I – think, I think most of it is really just the normal natural attrition that you would see anyways. Um Kids that you know are, are, are on the depth chart and, and not getting, not playing as much as they'd like, and, and they're and they're, you know, because there's been really no surprises as far as what mm-hmm. LSU's lost. They've all made sense. I mean, there was actually a couple of kids that, that said they were getting a portal, and I had even forgotten that they were on the roster. That's how much we we, we never saw them. So, um, you know, but you know, there's still a couple of kids out there that maybe. Uh, you know, he doesn't uh, like the way they've conducted themselves or or he, he just thinks, you know, that he may say, look, uh, you need to find another place to play. Of all the players that, again, that are that are, are prospective signees um, with uh, with LSU, is, is Rick's the guy that, again, that is, is maybe a must have that might be on the bubble here of maybe going elsewhere? No, because I, I think LSU is going to get him. I, I don't think he's on the bubble. I think maybe the bubble kid that's not committed. Is uh, Isaac Smith uh, uh, from Fulton, Mississippi, Itawamba okay. ag- Agricultural uh, Safety, and um, uh, I think maybe there's some Mississippi State that could happen there. And so, but with the numbers that they're taking in a lot of these positions, I don't know where if there's going to be any 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 guys like that that really are going to make or break LSU's recruiting class. Got you. Because I mean, they're um, taking some big. If the, if the positions where they have a need, they are really getting some numbers. Right. And those positions are for someone that, that again, is not up to date on that? Yeah, it would be your cornerback, your safety. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, between what, what's there, um, obviously when you look at what they've offered in the transfer portal, they're wanting more defensive linemen. So we're also, you know, following Jalen Lee, who, you know, prepped at, at Live Oak. Uh, Orzeron and staff went in a different direction and parted ways with mm-hmm. him. He ended up signing with Florida. 
he got in the portal a couple of weeks ago, and uh, that looks like a kid that could end up at LSU and maybe give LSU, uh, you know, a couple of dozen uh, plays every game in the rotation, uh, an inside uh, defensive tackle nose guard type. Josh he had a couple Williams of, is he had a couple back. Of, he had a couple of transfer portal defensive ends that were on campus this past weekend, too. Okay. And so, um, and I think they're going to continue to bring some of those in uh, after the new year. Um, Josh Williams is, is coming back. Uh, I know you've seen Troy uh, Troy Holly up up front. Talk a little bit about him. Yeah, uh, the two running backs, Trey Holly, uh, Caleb Jackson. I mean, yeah, Holly obviously broke Nick Brissett's all time uh, rushing record for the state of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what is he five eight? Five nine, hundred and ninety pounds, and can run, and um, he, he's shifty, and, and your change of pace, and then Caleb Jackson, who's probably five eleven, two oh five to two ten, uh, you know, ten five, ten six hundred meter guy, power, uh, speed, and um, yeah, I mean, and I think probably there could also be a, a transfer portal running back at some point. Okay, that uh, that they end up um, getting. Got you. Um, talk about the Aaron Anderson signing and how big that is, again, for a wide receiver room that is stacked. Well, that's big because, I mean, you know, uh, I do a show with you every week. Uh, he was the one kid last year that I mm-hmm. said LSU fans should be moaning about losing. Uh, of course, lost three of the receivers of Louisiana to Alabama, Aaron Anderson, Chaz Preston, and Kendrick Law. And to get Aaron Anderson back, um, with, uh, you know, all the years of eligibility left and a kid who just was, you know, dazzled everybody for Carr, um, that, that, that's just absolutely huge. And, um, I mean, he's a difference maker. Uh, what he can do in space, uh, yards after the catch, and he immediately elevates LSU's return game. He is, a, he, he is, a, he is devastating on punt and kick returns. Of the players that have entered the transfer portal at LSU, what's the biggest loss there, if any? Uh, I, I probably would say Jack Besh, but uh, you know, it, it's I don't want to act like he he doesn't he's not a big loss or he, he's you know you hate to see a kid like that go because of his legacy right. and the sure. type of teammate he is. But look at the wide receiver room. It, it, I mean, it just makes sense. Right. For him, for sure. I mean, yeah. Booty, Neighbors, Thomas, Lacey, uh, Hilton, Abietta, Anderson coming in, and then what, you got Sampson, Brown, Parker, and, and uh, uh, is it Preen that, that, that are coming in? Yeah, Kai Preen from St. James, who I think is underrated. Right. Kyle, Parkins, Kyle Parker's underrated. Um, you know, Shelton Sampson's a five-star. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that to neighbors and Boutte and Brian Thomas and uh, hopefully Chris Hilton is, is healthy and ready to be healthy for a long time and, and be the guy they hope he can be. Um, wide receiver room is absolutely loaded. And now it's just a matter of uh, with Jaden Daniels uh, looking like he's coming back unless he changes his mind. Right. Um, you know, they but you've had that since then. You've of- had that first. Again, it looks as though he's he's, he's coming back. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, we talked about that what two two weeks ago, and you really thought yep. that he was coming back then. Yep. Right. And and look, for, I've asked everyone that's come on to talk about LSU. I'll, I'll ask you again. 
How does that affect the quarterback room with Ricky Collins now coming in, Walker Howard, and then Nussmeyer leading into the spring? Uh, who's the odd man out here? Do you think it's Nussmeyer who, who will end up transferring or Walker Howard? Yeah, you got to have a competition in the spring. Uh, let, let's, uh, somebody's going to leave in May. There's a, there's a transfer portal period for two weeks in the month of May. Um, so somebody is going to realize after spring football is over with that uh, they need to find uh, a, another place to play football. Right. Mike, uh, b- before we let you go, LSU-Purdue, your thoughts on the game? Well, it sure looks like uh, Purdue's uh, operating with a, with a lot of uh, missing pieces and a, and a new coach. And um, line went from, what, 5 to 14. Um, and, and I think it's a, a much-needed win for LSU. I think there's going to be a lot of focus to win this game. And ideally, you, you can do it in a fashion where maybe you can get some of those uh, players that you didn't see a whole lot last season in the game and get a preview of what's coming for 23, you know, you know, can you maybe get right. Nussmeyer and Walker Howard in the game? Um, mm-hmm. I think Purdue's going to give LSU a, a fight regardless of what they, they don't have. Um, right. But uh, I, I do think there's going to be some get kids that you get to see um, that uh, get you excited about next year that uh, are going to be some newcomers that are um, going to be stars of the future. Beautiful. Uh, Mike, I'm sure tomorrow you'll have wall-to-wall coverage for us of, of again, National Signing Day. And, and then, of course, uh, well, uh, the, the YouTube program, which will be coming up uh, as well. Tell us all about it. Yeah, go to TigerBait.com, subscribe, and you can try us out for $1. Uh, you'll get text alerts. Choose the annual package on the back end of that uh, versus going monthly. You get three months free, essentially, when you do that. And our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on TigerBait, hit the subscribe button and notification bell there. Uh, I think I might pop in live later this evening uh, with a, a signing day eve uh, update. Uh, and then um, I'll go live periodically during the day tomorrow uh, with how things are going. So you want to be right. subscribed to our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers so, on Tiger Bait. And that, that, that's key, folks. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you'll get an alert to let them know when Mike's coming on to be able to give you that information. So. Uh, for you Tiger fans out there that want to keep up what's going on, that, that, that's a good move for you as well. Mike, appreciate your time as always. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Happy New Year. And, uh, of course, I'll be out next week, so we'll talk after the first of the year. Good deal. Merry Christmas. Thank you, bud. Appreciate everything. Uh-huh. There he goes. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Make sure you're a subscriber. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, and why wouldn't you be? especially down here in South Louisiana where we know the grid is compromised. Go with the pros. Go with a company, again, that has never had, a, had an inspector come in, come in and say, hey, uh, you know what, you put the generator in the wrong spot uh, and it's out of code. Because, again, since day one, they've always put their generators in the right spot in your, in, in, on your property. So, again, it will pass inspection, and it is up to code. Because at Burkhart, they have a generator team that's, again, dedicated uh, that handles everything for you. Planning permits, inspections, they do it all. Also, again, uh, Jason Burkhart will come out to your home or your business, sit down with you on consultation. He's not trying to hard sell you. just wants to give you the information that's necessary for you to make a decision on what type of generator you need for your home or your business. Uh, and, again, once you guys come to an agreement, 
You can finance that over time with low monthly notes, or again, a new install quality check. You can pay that, or you can pay that all up, all up front. Uh, new install quality check after one month. That means again, Burkhart comes out, make sure you know how to operate the equipment. They do that for everything they they, they install for you. And then at Burkhart, they call for you a single day install, which means again, a single day install. Their, their crew will come out in one day install that generator for you. And again, handling all the permits, planning, and inspections necessary. And of course, when you need service, they got service for you as well. 24/7, 365. A, uh, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator to keep you up and running. And then maintaining that generator year-round for you. Got to maintain it like a car engine. Again, and, and Burkhart can do that for you. They can maintain that for you. Remember, at Burkhart, uh, again, they're your experts when it comes to not just installing that generator, but to maintain that generator for you. And, of course, Generac generators right now available for you. You can save 1750 bucks and get a free 10-year warranty till the end of the year on Generac from Burkhart. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We just announced that Willie Fritz is the, again, Grand Marshal of Endymion. Congratulations to Willie Fritz. Again, he will love the ride as a former Endymion member for almost a decade. There's nothing like it. And believe me, Willie Fritz is in for the treat of his life. Congratulations to Willie Fritz, who is now, the again, going to be this year's Grand Marshal of the Endymion Parade. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Mike Triplett joins us, Mike Triplett joins us next from New Orleans football, football from New Orleans.football. Uh, I'm Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Tired of that foggy, forgetful feeling in the morning? Say goodbye to junk sleep and get to Mattress Firm's Dream Simber Sale. Save up to 50% off select mattresses from top brands. Visit a store near you or mattressfirm.com today. Be mindful of a stalled vehicle that's blocking the right lane on 10 eastbound at the Almanaster Louisa exit. And look out for delays solid on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to Downman. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays 10 westbound from Clearview to Veterans. Also, look out for delays 10 eastbound just past Bonneville. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side at Canal Boulevard and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection, look out for backups from just before Chopper Tula's to the Camp Street exit and look out for an accident Earhart Boulevard at Monroe. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends at Suburban Roofing and Signing, 504-861-ROOF, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, a member of the Better Business Bureau, and, of course, free roofing South Louisiana for over two decades. My good friend Marty Scoggins owns Suburban Roofing, is on site again for all the jobs. And Suburban Roofing is only one is only one of 6% of roofing contractors nationwide certified by shingle manufacturers. What does that mean? That means their customers qualify for the manufacturer's extended warranty. Marty's, uh, Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable, stands by all, all behind uh, Suburban Roofing. Roofing's quality workmanship, and of course, Suburban Roofing has again crews that have been with with Marty for dec for over oh, decades. Um, skilled crews that are experts in all types of roofs. Doesn't matter the type of roof you have with your home or business, they can repair or install a new one. They will even hand nail your roof for you. Again, which is a lost art in roofing. The attention to detail is second to none. Also, again, the knowledge of again roofing uh, outstanding. That's Marty Scoggins and Suburban Roofing. Don't sign that contract until you call my friends at Suburban Roofing and Signing. That's 504-861-ROOF. That's 504 
861-ROOF. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating Now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue. Thinking about you Decorations of red On a green Christmas tree They won't mean a thing If you're not here with me Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, and, of course, uh, always on the World Wide Web as well. Uh, Mike Triplett, who uh, covers the New Orleans Saints for NewOrleans.Football, is our guest. Mike, how are you? You've been playing Blue Christmas, like, since about week four of this season? 
Uh, <laughs> absolutely no. Uh, we, 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 we don't even start the Christmas music until, again, this week because, again, unlike, again, some of the stores we go into, it's been Christmas <laughs> since Halloween. Well, I'm sure you've been playing the blues in one one form or fashion. Yes, we have been playing the blues uh, for the, now. That's a whole different deal. Playing the blues uh, for the entire season, no doubt about it. Hey, Mike, before we get started, uh, you know, years with the Picayune uh, again, years with ESPN. You're with a new venture now, uh, New Orleans Football. Tell us all about it. Well, yeah. Look, I mean, uh, as somebody who gets into the nitty gritty like you do on all things New Orleans. Uh, I'm sure your listeners can appreciate, you know, not just wanting a, a flyby on the Saints, but wanting a deep dive. And that, that's, that's what Nick Underhill started at, at New Orleans Top Football, and I've been happy to join it. It's, it's podcasts. It's some of the best, most detailed, in-depth writing you're going to find. I mean, if you're, if you're a Saints fan, even in the dark days, we're about to start analyzing how they can turn things around next year. Right. Uh, uh, there's, 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 you know, I... I, I'm backing up my words because I, I left ESPN to go join it. I just don't think yes. anybody covers covers the sports team better than we do. And, and, and Mike, how can folks subscribe? Again, the podcasts are available. As you mentioned your writings. Um, mm-hmm. uh, how can folks yeah, subscribe you, you, to the site? You can subscribe to the content. It's only $9 a month at neworleans.football, or, or you can pay for a year and, and get less than that. Uh, two of the podcasts are free on, on YouTube and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. One is for, for members only, and uh, uh, so there's a little something in there for everyone. Great, and we'll go over that again for those folks that, again, are looking for a stocking stuff or a gift for, again, the sports fan in their life, a Saints fan that wants some in-depth coverage of the uh, of the Saints. We'll let you know again before we get, we get out of here, uh, again, how you can subscribe as well. Uh, Mike, uh, Cesar Ruiz goes on IR. Uh, again, he'll be out for the rest of the year with a foot injury. Talk a little bit about it. It's just relentless. I mean, uh, you know, uh, this was finally about the healthiest the Saints have been all year. And now, you know, Chris Olave's on the injury report, too. Uh, and they listed him as would not have practiced today. They have to give an estimated practice report since the game is on, on a Saturday instead of a Sunday. Um, and so it's like new guys and, two of the, and, you know, and the brightest guys, but certainly Cesar Ruiz. You know, there was, there was a lot of question about what kind of career he was going to have after he was a little disappointing his first couple of years. But he's been one of the few bright spots of this season and and he's been really tremendous so that's that's really disheartening and and if you still care about the Saints winning week to week um this is a game where they're going to have to run the ball um right. and run it a lot and they would do that no matter what in a matchup against Cleveland which which has had a, a struggling run defense all year but certainly in the weather conditions they're going to face this week so it's a real blow yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. Again, uh, when especially again the, the shifting they've had doing on the offensive line all, all year long. Again, uh, having the, it healthy for once uh, was an anomaly. With that said, let's yeah. talk a bit about this matchup against Cleveland. Uh, you mentioned having to run the football. Uh, that's something Cleveland does very well. That's something the Saints have not done very well in terms of stopping the run uh, this mm-hmm. year. And of course, uh, cre- creating a, again a strong run game uh, is something they did last week against um, uh, against Atlanta, but has never not consistently done all season well what's crazy about the saints run game is they they actually have a pretty good rushing average this year overall when they've been able to you know stick with it and establish it except for when it's darn third and one or fourth and one or second and one there is something about only needing one yard that has destroyed this team and that's what i wrote about after this game even though even though they were able to do just enough on that four minute drill against atlanta to, to leave them with only nine seconds left um they, uh, you know, if they were a team that could just run out the clock uh, in, in those got-to-have-it running situations, could just gain a, a rushing first down on third and one, 
they probably would have beat Tampa and, and Cincinnati too, and, and we'd be looking at a much different season. Mike, um, no, look, I, I certainly did not see this season coming. I mean, I, I thought this team would win the NFC South. I thought once they got into the playoffs, if they were healthy, to have a chance to be able to vie for the NFC Championship. Did not see five and nine coming uh, by, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, well, as you look back, and you've been in a lot of locker rooms with the Saints. First of all, let me ask you this. Has Dennis Allen lost the locker room? That's the big question I get all the time. Right. No, well, first of all, you, I'm sure you get asked about Dennis Allen in, in many capacities. And there are a lot of, you know, I, I've heard from a lot of fans who've been calling for him to be fired since, uh, <laughs> since about week seven of this season and, and haven't relented on that. And there are a lot of things you can criticize him for. Um, you know, some of the fundamentals they've been lacking, the penalties, the missed tackles, things like that, not having a smart enough game plan, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I think one of the biggest criticisms can be how they ran the off season. And it was kind of like, a, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Off season didn't have a lot of urgency uh, to it when, when you look back, but that I agree with you that that is the question you often ask about a coach, especially one that you're talking about, if it's a coach who should be fired after just one season is, did he lose the locker room? Was there a mutiny? And that is one thing that there's been no indication of with this team. Now, of course there's frustration, I'm sure among some of the veteran players and, and, you know, Alvin Kamara says things like, you're going to have to ask coaches why they're not using me better or whatever, but they're still coming out and starting every one of these games with fire and energy and confidence and, and creative game plans. They've been really struggling to finish these games off. Um, and, and I'm sure, you know, Jameis Winston might give you a different answer about how he feels about he was treated this year. So it hasn't been perfect, but he's not going to get fired because of a team mutiny or, or a team that quit on him. If they were to make a decision to move on, and I think, again, that, that is still way up in the air, when, whether yeah. they, they finish strong or not. Uh, what, what do you think the, the, the main reason would be? Is, is it the fact that, again, that, look, I, I've talked about it all year long. You know, they, they were used to having, again, uh, Sean Payton, who was an intense guy, uh, master motivator, the way he motivated, the wrath of, uh, of Payton, uh, sometimes motivating through fear. Yeah. And, 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 and it seems like, again, Allen's a kinder, gentler version. And, and, I, and I hate almost like the substitute teacher. And maybe, right. again, that just didn't sit well with this team who, again, was used to being motivated by a guy like, like, like Peyton. Do you think that's part of the issue that we're seeing this season? And, and maybe, again, depending on what happens here, that it's more than just maybe a wholesale changes on the staff that need to be done? Yeah, I'll make the, the strongest case for keeping Allen and then the strongest case for, okay. for removing him. The, the strongest case for keeping him is, you know, I think people already, in, in hindsight, think he inherited this 15-win team <laughs> that, that that was going to Super Bowls and going to the playoffs. Um, this this season was was almost a repeat of last season. I mean, they started five and two last year, but um, this is what this team looked like last year too. With Sean Payton, when the injuries hit this team, uh, when they didn't have good quarterback play, when they had a banged-up offensive line. They lost five straight games last year too. They couldn't gain a first down. You know, they, they their big win because of Dennis Allen in Tampa last year. They won nine nothing. Um, so, so you know, and and then the personnel moves they made this offseason: losing Sean Payton, losing Toronto Armstead, losing Marcus Williams, trading away C.J. Gardner Johnson. Um, you know, anybody who thought this was going to be like a thirteen or fourteen win team that that probably wasn't reality. So. 
I don't think they're going to just pin this all on Dennis Allen. Like, we gave you this great team, and, and, and you ran it into the ground. I think they're going to recognize that, you know, they don't have a good quarterback situation. They had a horrible injury situation. So they won't just pin this whole season on Dennis Allen. And I agree with the substitute teacher element to an extent. But, I, I, you know, I mean, that sort of sounds like when Jim Irsay fired Frank Reich and brought in Jeff Saturday and said, I yeah, want a guy who's, sure. who's tougher and, you know, doesn't rely on analytics and I want him to just, you know, rely on his gut. Like, you know, I mean, some of that stuff is not how these decisions are based. But the case against Dennis, or, you know, if they were to fire Dennis Allen after just one year, I would say it was because the whole organization would realize they they chose the wrong path for this team or right. – or, not even the wrong path. It made sense to all of us to go for the playoffs this year and to keep Cameron Jordan and right. Demario Davis and Michael Agreed. Thomas. And, and, you know, like we thought it'd be a pretty good team, but, but they kept everybody. They kept the whole roster. They kept the whole coaching staff. They kept the culture. And if they decide it's time to rebuild and it's time to take a new, young, fresh approach and overhaul the roster and recoup some draft picks and get some cap space back, then, then maybe a coaching change would be a part of an overall you know, organizational philosophical change. And and I keep using the example of when, when the same ownership realized that, you know, to move on from Stan Van Gundy to Willie Green, because they just wanted to switch to an entire different type of coach in addition to just replacing the man. Mike, if they don't make a change, and I'm yeah. talking about the top, how do they sell this to the fans and, and the season tickets who are spoiled now by winning, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they are spoiled, and that could be a negative word, but it's kind of true. I mean, <laughs> the fans turned on this team pretty quick um, um, when, when, you know, after, after they had five straight winning seasons. You know, now it's like, I'm never going to go back to a game. How dare, you know, it's like, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, when you lose a Hall of Fame coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback in back-to-back years, it's hard to, to keep winning at the same pace. So they were, this was probably destined to happen, you know, even if they had, you know, Doug Peterson is their coach and Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback. I mean, it, it might have been unavoidable no matter what choices they made. So um, that's why I said I don't think they'll necessarily just pin in on one guy. But these are going to be tough times. I mean, um, the biggest regret, I'm sure, of this organization is trading away the first-round draft pick. It would be awfully nice to sell the fans on having a top-ten pick to look forward to this year. Um, it would be awfully nice to be drafting a quarterback in round one and have everyone get excited about that person. Um, but people are going to have to be prepared that this is this is going to be a little bit, bit of a rebuild. Now, the dream scenario is that it's kind of the soft rebuild, like what they did in 2015, when you know they traded away some star players, had a good draft class, and and got right back on the winning train pretty quickly. Um, but I mean, look at other teams right now, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, they they lost mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger. They're trying to start over with Kenny Pickett. You know. Um, the, the Saints are going to be in that. Uh, uh, they're going that—that's—that's that's inevitable with all these star players that they've had that are some of the greatest of all time that retired and and got older. Um, so they're going to have to have draft success. They're going to have to find the next quarterback. And unfortunately, I you know I love Pete Carmichael Jr. I respect the hell out of him. Uh, I like him as a as a person. I, I you know he's one of the most innovative coaches ever. But I think that's a place where they might make a big change. Is is you know trying a different approach on offense. Even if Dennis Allen stays, I wouldn't be surprised if if he makes a big change on that side of the ball. Yeah, I think that if he does change, if he does come back, if he's allowed to come back, uh, that's going to be with air quotes. That's going to be the scapegoat. They're going to make some changes on, on when it comes to um, uh, the uh, you know the staff and maybe try try to pacify um, 
you know, the, the fan base that way. Uh, it's also going to be a tough situation in terms of getting rid of veterans because of the salary cap implications. How do they go about that? Yeah, I mean, this, this is, those are all going to be case-by-case basis. I mean, I, I, I think the fact that they have not turned back to Jameis Winston yet to see, to see how he looks over this final month of the season, to evaluate him now that he's healthier. Um, that makes me feel like they've already made up their mind on him. I, I guess maybe we could see him over the final two weeks. Um, but, but it feels like that's one they're going to move on from. Obviously, feels like Michael Thomas is, is a natural candidate unless he was somehow willing to turn his contract into an incentive-based one based on games right. played and health. Um, that feels like one they're going to move on from. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then a lot of other guys are really big questions. Or Andrus Pete's another one that, that it's hard right. to see him necessarily come back. But some really big question marks with the guys who could potentially get something back in return for trade. Do you consider trading Demario Davis, who's you know got an incredibly bargain contract and he's one of the most right. invaluable leaders on the team? But if you're going to re-sign Caden Ellis, you know there's there's only so many spots for linebackers mm-hmm. on the team, and he might get you a good draft pick in return. Do you consider trading Alvin Kamara, even mm-hmm. though he might not get you top dollar right now uh, with, with a suspension looming? Do you consider trading someone like Marshawn Lattimore because he could potentially get you a first round pick, and you have some young yes. corners in the pipeline? It'd be really interesting to see what approach they take with those guys. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. It's going to be an interesting offseason, no matter what happens. Mike, appreciate the time. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you and your family. Before we go, let the folks know how they can follow you on social media and how they can subscribe to, again, NewOrleans.Football. Yeah, you can find everything I'm doing, including what I just put up this afternoon in our latest podcast. Uh, links to those uh, on, uh, on Twitter, at Mike Triplett, and NewOrleans.Football is the website with all the content and you can see where to sign up there. And, uh, and I agree with you. What an excellent, excellent. I mean, although, I mean, ooh, if you give somebody uh, saints content for Christmas right now, you might need to have right. an apology note with it, but you just got to <laughs> promise them. These guys are going to talk about the hope for the future and, and new year's resolutions and all that good stuff. Yeah. But you keep up again, you keep up what's going on at the, at the very least, you know, at least again, if the thing's getting blown up or not, what direction you're yeah. going on. Yeah. Forth. And that's that everybody needs hope. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're selling hope for Christmas. There you go. Beautiful. <laughs> you and your family have great holidays, my friend. Too, Always Eric. good to have you on the program. Thanks a lot, Eric. You got it. There he goes, Mike Triplett. Hey, folks, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Your heater breaks down during this frigid uh, Arctic uh, blast that we've got. Burkhardt will be there. Nate Certified Technicians only doing the work that's necessary. Truly a company can trust. If you haven't had that heater inspected, you got a gas heating system, now's the time to do it. Uh, no, again, uh, you know, don't want any, any, any issues with carbon monoxide or, again, problems with fires. Burkhardt comes in. They give you a thorough cleaning and inspection. And, again, only doing the work that's necessary. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. 
At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at TreatCovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Dell's Days of Deals start now with fresh limited quantity deals each day on tech to power every passion. Save on select XPS laptops and Alienware PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget, special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories. Plus, free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for Days of Deals savings. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Silver bells, silver bells. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, each and every weekday, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. I want to thank Will Guillory of The Athletic, Mike Scarborough of TigerBay.com, and Mike Triplett of NewOrleans.Football for joining us in the program today. 
Uh, remember, the podcast will be up about uh, you know about 30 minutes after our program every single day. Uh, so you catch that on the Anchor app, but on all podcasting platforms. Uh, also, want to thank all the great sponsors that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors that sponsor our show. Look, we make it we make it pretty easy for you because all you do is click on the icon of the, of your favorite sponsor. It'll take you right to the website. And everything you need to know about that sponsor is right there for you. Phone numbers, addresses, menus, whatever you need is going to be right there for you. And I want to remind you everybody again gift cards okay gift cards from restaurants are a fantastic way or even shops okay uh, your favorite shop are a fantastic way to be able to, to give a uh, gift and it really helps the small business here in our city so again consider a gift card especially again from our sponsors we certainly appreciate that uh, coming up next it would be jude young but it's going to be ken trahan tonight uh, he will be sitting in for jude young thanks to rudy back at studio Thanks to you, the audience, for listening to our program, whether you're doing it over the airwaves or at 106.1 FM, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, on, the di- on our uh, digital platforms, on the World Wide Web, or on the podcast as well. My name is Eric Asher. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you tomorrow uh, for, again, another edition of Inside New Orleans. For the dog catch of the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. Walking in the winter wonderland. Gone away is the bluebird. Here to stay is a new bird. He sings a love song as we go along, walking in the winter wonderland.